0: Welcome to Retirement Matters,
1: brought to you by Market Street Wealth Management, where your retirement matters most. Welcome to Retirement Matters, where your retirement matters most on Market Street Radio. My name is Kevin Holt, and I'm joined by Jeff Leppert and Mark Maloro, as always. And we've been talking about the differences between an accumulation uh, phase of life and a distribution phase of life. And we talked about the fact that, really, we get a chance to pause uh, and we say, you know, we get to tell our clients and and, and you all listening out there, it's kind of like going into the locker room at halftime where we kind of get to adjust our strategies and change the game plan if we need to, to make sure that we're focused on the things that we need to be focused on to win the second half. And, and so to this point, we've talked about the accumulation phase being one where uh, we kind of know the timing when it's going to happen. We get to decide when we want to retire. Uh, we also are making money. Um, we, we might have a, an overall asset allocation that our accumulation advisor has provided us with. Uh, but for the most part, if the market's down, we get to add more money into that asset allocation. Uh, and um, certainly um, knowing that retirement date is, is, is something that's key. Whereas in the second half of life, I now have to worry about not only um, that same asset allocation and how I invest my money, but I also have to worry about things like how do I maximize my income plan? Specifically, how and when do I take Social Security and coordinate spousal benefits and and death benefits with Social Security if something were to happen to myself uh, or my spouse? Uh, We also have to worry about which account do I use for income and more importantly, how does that income show up on my tax return? Um, we definitely have to be more concerned with risk and what happens if the market's down and I have to take withdrawals out of that account. Am I only compounding a problem and making it worse? So guys, I've kind of set the stage. We haven't talked about all the things, but I know one of the benefits of getting a chance to work with Market Street Wealth Management and working with us is the fact that we have multiple advisors under one roof focusing on this distribution plan.
0: Without a doubt, Kevin, you know, that's that's the one thing that you know I, I try to you know uh, make that point with people that are coming in that, that are come to one of our public events or or refer to us that our firm is very different that way you know I think we're talking about a lot of things today and, and the, the most important thing is to understand that not one person can't do all these things you know and I think that when people are you know on the accumulation side lots of times they have somebody that's working to to grow their assets um, many people might have a You know, a tax preparer or a CPA. Um, They might have you know um, an insurance guy that, that that is looking at their home and auto. But I think again, once you get into retirement, it's very important that there's a coordination of efforts all on your behalf that
1: everybody's kind of working together and that's that's kind of how we built the firm what about the person jeff that says well if you're looking at this like a game and and I have the first half and second half it's it's not like I'm going to change coaches halfway through is it is that the right strategy to have well,
0: I think that you almost have to change coaches because, you know, it. it you're, you're at a whole different point of, of life, and, and and it has to be a completely different game. Again, on one side, you were accumulating. You know, if the market didn't do well, you know, as you said in the past, if you're still putting money into that 401k, it's like, well, you know, the market didn't do well last year, but but hopefully it'll come back up, and i am put more money in because I'm, I'm a good saver. Um, and under worst-case scenario, you know, I thought I was going to retire at 55 or, or maybe Sixty or sixty-two. If it really did all fall apart, I'll just work a couple more years. Um, And as long as I don't take money out of that account, you know, it'll it'll continue to grow, and I'll be all right. Once you're in that distribution stage, you can't make those kind of mistakes. You know, when you're in the accumulation stage, you know, a lot of people they 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 go to work. Um, If they work for a good company, they have their medical insurance taken care of. You know, when you're in that distribution stage, it's all on you. You know, most people don't have nowadays a, a group medical. Plan once they retire, you know they go into retirement. And now all of a sudden they're on the government's plan. You know they're on Medicare, and and a lot of people feel that you know Medicare is not enough, so I have to get you know Medicare supplement plans, and and that's not something that most you know advisors are working with. Um, and again, more importantly, when we're we're drawing an income in retirement, it absolutely affects your taxes. You know, in a whole different way than it did before, because as you're putting money in, and, and you go to your your accountant or your your tax preparer, they're really just looking at your W-2 and your deductions, and you didn't take money out of those accounts, so it's kind of like we're just recording history. And and you know, same thing will happen kind of each year. Once you're in retirement, though, um, how you take your money, what source you take it from, uh, it will have a very large impact on the taxability of your pension, of your Social Security. You know, you'll be in a whole different tax. Uh, Situation, and I think it's very important that um, you know the tax team is talking to the advisor. The advisor is talking to the insurance team for the for the medical insurance, and kind of like coordinating that everybody's sitting around a table working on your behalf, realizing that you know
1: all those things have to be coordinated together. And and if you are interested in learning a little bit more about uh, retirement matters, uh, specifically things that affect you in your distribution phase. log on to our website marketstreetradio.com you can sign up for a free consultation there if you want to sit and chat with one of us about it or you can also download some free resources or or sign up for uh, an upcoming educational event um, you know jeff as you're talking i'm 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 thinking it's 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 almost kind of backwards but um, loyalty is really rewarded Uh, I think, in life in general. But it can be one of the factors that um, maybe uh, uh, prohibits you from progressing the way that you should and making the financial decisions that you should in retirement because if we're loyal to the person that got us there, but they are just an accumulation advisor and aren't qualified or don't have the capabilities, maybe don't have the resources or just the knowledge to help make some of these decisions in retirement, then we're really maybe putting ourselves behind the eight ball a little bit
0: without a doubt you know I, I think it's just recognizing that things are different you know it's kind of like you know I've been going to my my personal doctor now um, for over twenty five years and I think he's done a pretty good job you know keeping me pretty healthy and, and I go to him and and he makes sure that um you know everything's working out all right and if I get sick, he takes care of me. The problem is you know if 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 something came up and I had a real you know, bad, you know, medical condition and I needed, you know, surgery, I certainly wouldn't go to my family doctor and say, hey, you know, you've done really well by me and I've been pretty good all these years. Uh, Why don't you give this a crack
1: and and I'll go into surgery with you. (laughs) Open up my chest and work on my heart. Yeah. No, you're going to go see somebody that specializes Specializes uh, in it. and, And I think that that is the whole point is that I think people fail to realize that there are specialists for accumulation, growing my money, and there are certainly... Uh, specialist for the distribution phase and... The, the decisions that need to be made and they are very specialized. But it's it's not
0: only just, you know, if we're comparing it to a doctor, you know, again, a family physician and then a surgeon. You have to understand that the surgeon needs a whole team around them. You don't just go into surgery with just a surgeon. There's a whole, you know, team together that all have specialties to do different things to get you through the surgery. It's the same thing in that distribution stage. Not one person can take care can be the distribution specialist. They have to work as a team to have a good coordinated effort for you.
2: Yeah, and a lot a lot of clients out there, you know, they don't realize all this until, you know, they hear about it, you know, for example, from us on the radio where they come to one of our shows where Wow, I, those are a lot of things I, I didn't think about. Or they find out firsthand because something the yeah, decision you know, they didn't yeah, plan for. It. They need yeah. to make a decision, or something's upon them. But uh, you know, it's amazing. You know, when I have clients that come in from uh, from an event that we have, and to get to know them, sit down, kind of laid back, and then realize that if they're working with a, an advisor currently, and just asking the simple questions about, you know, what is your income plan? You know, where are you going to take the money from in retirement? Where, where's your first? You know, source of income. What account is it? Why are you taking it from there? Uh, Other things like okay, you know, what's your. You know, tax plan in retirement. Yeah, have they ask for a copy of your tax yeah, return, and are I, they looking many,
1: at that at your review appointments? And
2: it, it is unbelievable how many clients, you know, uh, new clients that come in, that their existing advisor has never even asked them for a copy of their tax return. You're right. It's it, it's amazing to me how they advise for the second part of retirement and how the Social Security, the pension, and the withdrawals off your nest egg are going to impact your tax return. Because as we mentioned earlier, it, it's it's a it's a different avenue than just putting money away, putting money away, putting money away, and worrying about it later. Uh, but it, and the, other, the other part of it is all the other things about how you're allocated, the type of investments that you're in. They're all different on the second half than they are the first half. And, and to have all these advisors out there, and it's not every advisor, but there's a lot of advisors that are working with retirees that are not specializing. They're, they're not working with them in all these different areas. Uh, and, and and we make sure that clients are aware of, hey, these are the things you need to be thinking about. And you want to work with a specialist because we've seen it happen time over time where clients come in and, and they're trying to fix things that are that are broke. Sure. Jeff, I I, I mentioned
1: before, I mentioned earlier that there are are definitely more than one. There's a few things that could really derail all the positive decisions we make. And if you're lucky enough to sit down with somebody that has the expertise to help maximize social security, or you're lucky enough to work with somebody that that might be an elite IRA advisor that helps you do some tax planning and income planning and those things, there are still things that are going to come up along the way. I know I often refer to them as life's what-ifs. But there are things that potentially are roadblocks that are going to come up along the way that really can derail all of the positive choices that we've made up to this point. Right,
0: you know I see you know when when we're talking about income planning um, people that actually go through the process and and start looking all right well now I'm retired I don't get a, a paycheck anymore from the employer but naturally I need a paycheck for the rest of my life to, to pay all my bills and, and enjoy and that might be worked up you know that might be made up of Social Security pension and distributions from from their um, you know nest egg and I think it's important to first of all understand well how much do I need on a monthly basis and I think where, you know, some people, they don't plan for, you know, inflation, you know, and I can tell you that if, if you are, are 10 years into retirement right now, you're, you're going to look back and say, well, I've cer- seen it. Yeah, yeah, you've seen it. I, I yeah. certainly need a lot more money today than I did 10 years ago with with ju- just, e- even inflation hasn't been, in, in many areas, hasn't been that drastic. I think in certain areas for retirees, when they look at, you know, health care and they look at, you know, the price of gas and entertainment and and, you know, milk, Bread and all that kind yeah. of stuff—it it is an impact. So a, a good plan will will factor that in. You know, a good plan will also factor in that. You know, I think most people when I talk to them feel that that tax rates are going to go up in the future. You know, it's, it's just a fact where we are as America that we we you know have a lot of money going on onto a credit card. I'm being being a little facetious there, but but we're going to have to pay for that, and I think that's going to be you know come from taxes. So a good plan will also factor in that. But no matter what income plan you have. I don't you know without having a a true long-term care plan. Now I don't necessarily mean long-term care insurance, but I mean having a a good long-term care plan to decide, you know, would you be okay if through you know an a, an accident or an illness you needed somebody to take care of you and that cost was 20 30 40 50 could be seventy or eighty thousand dollars a year, depending on you know. Do you need home health care? Do you need assisted living? Do you need uh, uh, you, you know, to go into a long-term nursing home? The best income plan normally, if if that wasn't factored in, could be all wiped away by a catastrophic, you know, illness where you didn't necessarily die, but now all of a sudden you have to come up with a whole lot
1: more income. I I, I want to stop you there because you said a couple really really. Good, cool things that um, I, I, I want to highlight because you know, the, the first thing that you talked about was, was inflation
0: right and I see this I, I could go back to just last week I, I had a, a husband and wife that that, that came in and uh, you know I, I always want to find out where people were and you know where they're trying to go and the, their uh, budget <laughs> right now uh, just as he's getting ready to leave his his job he was paying 58 dollars a month for his medical for himself and his wife that's it that's the only thing that came out of his paycheck because the employer was covering it all you know it was one of the great benefits that he had from his employer whether it was fifty dollars a month or a hundred a month, or 150 dollars a month. That's still, uh, you know, very low compared to what the average retiree is is paying. You know, if a, if a husband and wife are on a Medicare plan and, uh, you know, they have Medicare th- from the government, then they pay for Medicare Part B, which comes out of Social Security if they're drawing that, or they still have to make the premium. Then they have a prescription plan and, and, and you throw in some copays and deductibles and things like that. You could easily have, you know, a husband and wife paying seven, ten, twelve thousand dollars $12,000 a year um, and a lot of people don't factor that
1: in. And that's that if in. they're lucky enough to already be 65. Because if they're younger than that, it could, it, be, it could considerably be considerably more. more, considerably more, and, more. And, and certainly not something that... Uh, to this point, Obamacare has, has, has helped and alleviated the stress and worry of how am I going to get my health insurance and what am I going to do and, and those things. By the way, uh, if you are somebody that's concerned about how Obamacare affects Medicare, log on to our website. You can find an awesome report on there. You can also give us a call for that that uh, report at 610 692 7898. If you have a question, you can always give us a call at 610 692 7898. And you can also call us if you want to sit down. And, and talk about uh, some of these retirement distribution-related uh, um Topics and and just to to kind of bring you up to speed here, we've been talking about uh, really the the two key phases in life. We call it the first half and second half. The first half is that accumulation phase where we're putting money away for retirement, and the second phase is uh, and the second half is kind of the distribution phase and all the things that we have to worry about. And I often say it's a beautiful thing that we get to pause, we get to go into the locker room at halftime, and we get to really reevaluate. Our strategies up to this point and see if they're still, uh, uh, um, see if they're still um, as we move forward, the same strategies that we want to use or if we need to kind of change the way that we're looking at it and change some things around. And, and certainly we've talked about maximizing uh, Social Security and, and income planning. Uh, we've talked about risk and certainly how uh, that affects retirement uh, where it doesn't affect it as much in, as in accumulation. We've talked about taxes. And now, Jeff, uh, I know you just brought up long term care. So, uh, I, Mark, I know a lot of times people think uh, it's not going to happen to me. I, I, you're talking to somebody else, but, you know, uh, long term care is not going to happen to me. And I don't need to worry about that. What do you say to those people?
2: Yeah, it's it's unfortunate when when I hear that, actually, because it's usually people that are, you know, just not really thinking, you know, seriously about it. They're either not taking it too seriously or they're, or they're not planning properly for it. But, um, you know, there, there's a study out there by AARP. It was actually a study done in 2003, and it says the lifetime probability of becoming disabled in one of the two activities of daily living or having a cognitive impairment is is over 68%. So there's a 68% chance for someone who's 65 and older, someone in that retirement time frame who will need long-term care assistance. So you could have the best plan that we're talking about, but if you need long-term care and you don't have some type of plan in place whether it be insurance or uh, an alternate plan of a family care, or uh, you're living in a continuing care facility, or you have the assets set aside to pay for that, if you don't have the right plan, the long-term care cost, uh, just because of the probability that you might need that care, could just devastate your entire plan,
1: and you're talking about regenerating a an income plan that might need to add fifty, hundred, hundred and twenty thousand dollars a year yep. to that income plan. Uh, which again, unless you have uh, a, a huge amount of assets set off to the side, uh, and even then, if you have them off to the side. What are they making if they're sitting in money markets and CDs and, and things that are readily liquid and available for you to take the, this day and age?
2: Yeah, sure. Yeah. Long-term care, obviously, is very, very expensive. And that's why a lot of people do turn to the insurance side to put that insurance company on, on the risk instead of yourself on the risk uh, for covering that that coverage, but a lot of people don't have those assets. You need a lot of assets to, you know, generate that 80000 dollars $90, dollars a year for long term care. And if you don't have a plan, it again, it could literally wipe out your assets fairly quickly for you and your and your spouse if you're if you're married. And and I really think the key thing that you said there
1: is, is just having a plan. Because the plan doesn't mean buy insurance. The plan means knowing what's going to happen if that need arises. And, you know, Jeff, I led off on a question with you or what are some of those what ifs, but it doesn't just have to be long-term care that could derail retirement. It doesn't just have to be um, taxes that derail retirement or medical. It could be a market downswing. It could be a death of, of one of the two spouses where you're relying on their social security or pension income, some of that might go away. Uh, it certainly uh, could be a whole lot of other things, uh, a- external factors that you just want to have checked ahead of time. Maybe while you're in that locker room conversation, before you go in and say, hey, I'm done working forever. Let me make sure that I've accounted for some of these things ahead of time to know if they happen what's plan B going to be? And do I have the assets I need? Do I have what I need to have saved in order to accomplish those, those needs and, and goals in, in plan B?
0: It's, it's so important, Kevin, as as you said, all those factors. And I see one of the biggest things that can be paralyzing to people too is the fear of longevity. You know, there's there's people that come in and, and that we talk about their Social Security and we talk about their, their pension and they have a nest egg. They don't know how to turn that nest egg into, you know, a paycheck for themselves. And, and the last thing that I would want anybody to do is to, you know, kind of kind of not do all their their um their bucket list things early in retirement because they're so fearful of not knowing whether they're going to need you know that nest egg later on so it's really what does the nest egg what does that large um you know sum total mean um as far as an income for themselves and how long it'll last because again you know we want people once you do retire to enjoy life you know we, we don't want you to you know be 10 15 years in retirement and say oh well now
1: i can start traveling yeah certainly and and i think all of those things are are so important and really just to kind of summarize and wrap up what, what we've been talking about on today's show is that there's two distinct phases in retirement planning. One is an accumulation stage where, you know, we're putting money away. Uh, we certainly have a defined timeline. Uh, we know when when uh, we're going to retire. And, and the second phase is is a little more open-ended. There's a whole lot more decisions that we have to make. Uh, Social security maximization, income planning, which accounts do I take it from, uh, the, the risk of losing money and drawing money out at the same time. Uh, Income taxes and which account do I take things from. Uh, What ifs and and things that come up that will derail retirement like long-term care. Uh, And and one of the other things that we haven't talked about that I'll just mention briefly is is that if we've done a good job, a lot of this money you're going to live on in retirement, but hopefully some of it you leave on. And so we also have to worry about inheritance and uh, inheritance taxes and what happens and how do we pass that most efficiently. Uh, Obviously, we want you to take care of yourself first. uh, And if there's something left over, we want to be able to, to uh, maximize how efficiently we pass that to your your heirs. So with that being said, if, if you're interested in, in talking to us about anything retirement matters related, give us a call, 610-692-7898, or you can log on to our website at marketstreetradio.com, and you can sign up for a free consultation or download free resources uh, or uh, sign up to come see us at an upcoming educational event. Guys, I want to thank you for joining me, a really important topic. I know we talked about a lot in the show today. Uh, thanks for joining joining me. Hopefully, we get to talk about it again soon.